You have four messages. Hey, Sonic, it's Dr. Eggman. Just so you know, I'm planning to blow up the dam this Sunday. Hope to see you there. Not that you can stop me. <laughs> hey, I'm here at the dam. Just waiting on you now. Gonna blow it up any second now. Thought you wouldn't want to miss it. Oh, sorry. Butt dial. Didn't mean to call you. All right, it was a trick. I was gonna ambush you. And you didn't even have the decency to show up. That's really rude, Sonic. Everybody and welcome to the January episode of the Sonic Talk Podcast. With me tonight is Alex Peel. Yo. Our regular GX Echidna. I like how you Spindash. almost call him at the uh, Sonic Boom Podcast. And our special guest for the night, uh, the evil Dr. Reef. Hi. Yeah, I, I guess we have GX on so often, it's not exactly a special guest anymore. <laughs> He's just kind of that guy who who um, keeps hanging around. We need one more seat filler. Who can we get that will probably do it? <laughs> uh, and our extra special guest, Spanish Sonic. Yeah, he has a stuffed <laughs> Sonic doll that talks. Some of those didn't sound like actual Spanish now, words. Now, when you say talks, that's in big quotation marks, right? No, no, he gains well, sentence and he talks. He says several phrases. That doesn't sound... That sounds like some sort of... Is he like 30 in Spain or okay. Mexico or something? <laughs> are, you questioning, are you questioning Spanish Sonic GX? Yes, I am. I think well, that's very clear. Stop, because I don't, I don't want to deal with this right now. We have so many other things to deal with right now. We don't need to be dealing with the intricacies of the voice box inside Spanish Sonic. Mm. Oh my God! <laughs> and the sad thing, this is probably the best thing to come out of that franchise this year. Ay, Dios mío! <laughs> I disagree, but. Let's move on. Nah, I'm just being a Let's move on to 2014. Uh, move back, you mean. Because we're in 2015. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go in our way back machine. All the way back to February of 2014. You know, we're going to use the okay, way Mr. back. I prefer to go back to 1997. I swear to God, every radio show, every radio announcer uses the way back machine as a reference. They've been doing that way before Mr. Peabody and Sherman was super popular again. But I didn't know it was we're super looking popular. back. We're looking back to uh, February when uh, Sonic Boom was officially announced and wasn't just a bunch of silhouettes. And we got to see uh, a brief scene of the first episode, the pilot episode, um, just known as Sidekicks. A trailer for the upcoming Rise of Lyric, and we got a, finally got a good look at uh, all the characters. Now, yeah, what was your yeah. First reactions well, when you saw that. Well, um, if people want to hear my first reactions, they can go back to that Sonic talk where I had my first reactions. But regardless, um, Knuckles pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm I'm pretty used to him. So yeah, I mean you know the usual overreaction that over overzealous fans have when things that they know and love are changed. 
I mean, it's still not exchange for the better, but it's, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, it's, it's I not... think it's a change for the better. I mean, he yeah, has... Yeah, he yeah, has... yeah, lots of wrong things, yes. There... I'm, I'm honest, I feel like it's a lateral movement at this point. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll, 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 I'm fine with lateral. Lateral's fine. <laughs> you, know, you know, before that show, the only character who actually had anything resembling a personality was probably Tails. Yeah, Amy had a personality. It was just terrible. Uh, I I I don't know if I'd go so far as to say Tails has a personality, but I I don't know. I mean, maybe in the third season when they gave him that plant love interest, maybe maybe then. But I, don't know. I would say even like Sonic Adventure. Yeah, I I don't know about personality. I mean, he had a character arc, but I don't know. <laughs> Um, I I guess I don't have a swan opinion either way. <laughs> I I guess I just hesitate to agree with any Sonic character having a personality in Sonic Adventure, <laughs> except for Eggman. Well, no, that's Sonic Adventure too. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. I like Eggman Sonic Adventure too. Why is everyone being so goddamn quiet? Because you're because terrible. Because our host isn't saying anything to move the show further. Jason! I like what I said. Jason! Okay, I guess I'm the host now. Anyway, um, so, uh, 2014. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry, Jason, uh, we can't hear uh, you. Jason, no, you're not talking. Uh, <laughs> you might need to check and see if your microphone is plugged in or your microphone mute button isn't checked. If meanwhile, you licked the plug, it probably shorted out. Meanwhile, I, I elect myself the host of the show. So... Let us move forward with, um, well, damn it. I would, I, uh, let's, let's just look at his notes here real quick. Um, so, we, he was, so we started in February, right? Okay, so, um, damn it, I don't know where to go from here. G GX, what were, what, was, what were your thoughts on Sonic in 2014? Uh, I, I think that moving off of Sonic and the, I'm sorry, Sonic Lost Worlds, uh, we were kind of in a lower place. I know people were reasonably... Before 2013, people were reasonably satisfied with where the franchise was going. We were already yeah. off of Colors. We had uh, Generations, yeah. which was well-received. Uh, we had the b both racing games. Oh, yeah, definitely. But oh, once man. we got to the Lost Worlds, we kind of saw, hey, we're starting this thing over again, and <laughs> we're starting our building our new engine, and it has its moments, it has its interesting, but it just, it didn't ultimately mesh like the other ones did. It felt kind of a bit of a regression. I enjoyed Lost World quite a bit. I, I, felt, it was, I felt that at its best it was at least on par with uh, the... I agree. The oh, well, before. no, no, that's not true. I don't agree. There, there is audio evidence that I don't agree. <laughs> yes, um, but ultimately, critically, it didn't get particularly good word of mouth. Yeah, I mean, certainly not compared to Generations and Colors. But then again, Generations and Colors were coming off of a really bad slate of games, and Unleashed, which was which was good, but a lot of people hated it because of the Werehog stuff but, and the QPEs. But more, more or less, what could be said is. Not many people were saying, 
much in the way of negative things about the franchise during those times that was about those games. Like, anytime people talked about those games, like, yeah, Sonic franchise sucks, but, you know, that Colors was pretty good, or Generations was all right. Yeah. Uh, I know... It away all of its goodwill in one go. Eh, I, I guess. <laughs> I'm always going to be biased when it comes but... to Lost World, I think. But when it came to uh, 2013, I mean, we started to see that downward trend again. Lost Worlds did not get the same benefit of word of mouth. People were starting to look in and say, eh, this is not what I want again. And it just, we started to see this weird downward trend. Um, we... Apparently, we are further losing uh, Jason on this call. And it's okay. our show now. <laughs> Oi. So, okay. Oh, so, so, so um, Jason's mic isn't working, his new, brand new $40 mic. And <laughs> it's, it's kind of late for us. So, we kind we do. I'm sorry, Jason. I don't really want to do this, but we do kind of have to go on without you for at least a little bit. So try to get this sorted out. We're just going to kind of keep just talking about 2014 in general. If you want to steer the show in some other direction when you get back, um, go ahead. In any case, um, um, I think I, I, I guess I, I have to agree that, yeah, Lost World did lose a lot of goodwill. Personally, for me, I, I really enjoyed Lost World. I felt that in terms of design... It did a lot of things that Sonic, that, that Sonic games needed to do. Needed, the franchise needed to slow down. They needed to they, they needed to kind of be able to make smaller, slower, slower stages that you can kind of take your time in. Not just I, I agree to a point, but the pro- but I I I will say that its design was very erratic, and that is in the end what definitely killed it. That's mm. its, its level design is is. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed many aspects of the game, but looking back on it now, its level design is probably the weakest in a 3D Sonic game since Sonic. I guess Sonic 06, maybe maybe <laughs> Unleashed. I think that really what it boils down to, though, is that it wasn't terrible. It was ham-fisted, and the media called it out. But I mean, it wasn't you know, the worst Sonic game that we've had yeah. in recent history. So it didn't completely destroy all the goodwill that, you know, Generations and Colors had built up. And then we had 2014. <laughs> yeah, so again, we kind of, we, we started with, um, I, I, I guess, I would say maybe tepid responses to the introduction. People had mostly gotten all of their fan rage out pretty early with uh, with the whole Shadows teaser image because, I mean, from that point on, you, you knew that was going to be Knuckles. You knew Knuckles was going to be big and broad like that, and yeah. It, yeah. it just, it, it turned into the thing to make fun of, and <laughs> it lasted for at least a few months up until lead-up, but I, I think after release, it just became... Nobody actually cared about that part, and it was the game itself. <laughs> uh, and I will, I, let, I will just say, I haven't completed the game yet, and probably the only person here aside from Reef who hasn't. But um, the game from what I played isn't bad. It's not great. It's not even good. It's 
mediocre. But it's not that this disaster that some people want to make it out to be, in my opinion. Well, the pro the problem is is that Sonic, all of this game really seems to amount to is a license. It it just plays and feels and is designed like a licensed game for kids. Yeah, yeah. And and I've played a few in, of those, and this isn't yeah. the worst I've played. <laughs> In that in that sense, though, that's that's fine. It would come out and it would just be forgettable, and no one would care if it was, say, Phineas and Ferb or uh, the next SpongeBob one. But the problem is, hello, Sonic is a game franchise. Hey, we have uh, Jason. Jason. Oh my God, I'm back. But since Sonic Yay. is a game franchise, and because Nintendo almost kind of had to push it because it was a <laughs> game on their system and, and they made this agreement with Sega. It, it really kind of got all this limelight that it just had no reason to take. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's like it's like, uh, it's like advertising Transformers Prime at the same event as Bayonetta 2 and Super Smash, Super Smash Brothers. It's kind of like, honestly, I, I think in the end, just by the way the game was treated, I think Nintendo had more at stake here with this game doing well than Sega actually did. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean Sega, yeah. did Nintendo publish it in uh, Europe? I think they published it somewhere. I don't know if they published it in Europe. Yeah, because that would have an effect on it. I mean, it, it, it was not a good place. And the funny part is, like, so many people paid so much attention to this game that, to me, it kind of missed. It kind of missed the more important part of this series is is that hey, there's a cartoon attached to it, which is mm -hmm. pretty darn good and probably the best thing that could come out of 2014 aside from that kind yeah. of Sonic. The, the unfortunate part of the whole situation, though, is that the cartoon which hasn't been very well marketed, if I'm honest, is actually better than the game, which has been <laughs> fairly well marketed. Uh, and uh, so people sort of assume that the cartoon is bad because the game wasn't great. So, But the cartoon's been getting pretty solid ratings. Well, the, the, that is true, but the other part of it is I, I don't think the cartoon would get especially good word of mouth from the same people who aren't giving the game anything solid, and that's just because... For it being a cartoon, it is just—it is a very cartoonish cartoon. It—it it just yeah. does not necessarily escape what um, it doesn't really just escape being a cartoon like some of the more memorable cartoons of our era, like Adventure Time or Korra. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that that's preventing it from, A, getting any sort of recognition, and B, having people even caring or giving it a chance. And well, the other bad thing about it is, is that it's not bad, I guess, but it's <laughs> such a departure from what everyone expects Sonic to be that people just don't really know how to feel about it, I think. Just like the game, really. No, no they, they know how to feel about it. They hate it. <laughs> well, yeah, but and, I'm talking uh, about people who might be on the fence about these sort of things. And uh, speaking of uh, Nintendo's publishing, they published Lost World in Europe. Uh, boom, was, boom was all Sega. Oh, okay. Good for Nintendo. <laughs> Smart cho smarter choices. So oh, I'm wondering if this... If this whole three-game uh, contract isn't what screwed the 
you know, the, the game itself. It seemed like a like it could, was probably slated more for next gen systems than Wii U until the deal came around. At least that's what well, it seems like. Well, maybe. I mean, it is being done on CryEngine three, which <laughs> I heard that the Wii U may have difficult issues with that. I, I don't know. The whole thing's screwy. I, I, I've thought about this for a little bit, and I agree on a sense. But from what I can tell so far, the biggest the biggest problem of the game, not not from a review standpoint, but from a wide view standpoint, is that it had so much at the beginning that just was compromised. But if you think about that backwards, that also means if that game was more complete, all it would have been is just more of it, not necessarily better of it or there would have been better gameplay or anything. And I think that the biggest complaints about it are, hey, this isn't really a Sonic game. This is more of a exploring beat-em-up. And that's something that some people are just taking very poorly. It would have still been this kind of easier kids game. It's just that there would have been more of it. I think it, it, there also, it also would have been more pup, more polished, which... Probably would have helped. Well, that's what I'm mainly thinking of is the polish, and there would have been uh, actually probably villagers inside of the village. There would uh, have, but how much would that have really changed the public perception of it? Well, I mean, yeah, like, it would have been this average uh, PS2 era type platformer. Yeah. Anything real yeah, special? I, I guess we wouldn't have had the, that video that Jason kept trying to show me of that this awkward jellyfish jellyfish person cutscene. <laughs> It's funny because I don't think they've even introduced... I take that back. I think they've at least introduced the mayor, but nobody else who seems to have been introduced in the game and and the lead-up to the game as a big, important character has really had any significant purpose in the show itself. Well, so and it's... It seems obvious that the people working like at a Weedo Studios and Big Red Button had two different ideas of the, the direction they wanted the Sonic Boom franchise to go. The The game really does a poor job of being a prequel to the series at all. And the series, outside of the first episode of Tails Biplane and the Enerbeam uh, uh, Whips, uh, doesn't have anything to do with the Big Red Button game at all. Well, that, and I guess it's establishing the village as their... But they don't really actually no, they don't even show their their homes in the game, well, even though they have the village where some of the characters from the show are. Well, so far the Boom series hasn't really done anything in the way of world building. Uh, ironically, sure ironically, you could say uh, the Senzaru uh, portable 3DS version probably has the most in common, especially in tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, I, although those jokes were just horrible in most. Oh, of they, well, they were horrible sometimes. They are. There were very good jokes. Let's 90% say ninety percent of the, the time. <laughs> I I think the ending was very reflective of the direction of the show. You can go ahead and yeah. spoil it for me if you want. Uh, it's not that important. You I know. Have, so go ahead. You have to actually see it. Oh come on! Well, no, it's no, something. I, I literally mean for it watch, to. Yeah, watch it on YouTube. It's a speech that Sticks says. So yeah. you have to watch the ending. 
Ah, what the hell, I'll beat the game at some point. So, um, my big question for all of you is, uh, what do you think 2014 as a whole means for the Sonic franchise? Uh, I think people are entirely and completely depressed about it again. <laughs> yeah, it's the lowest point since 2006, I believe. I think that 2014 is probably the best year the Sonic franchise has had since 2003, because even though the core fans are depressed... No, Sonic not just is... the core fans. Uh, everyone ever associated with it, all okay. the media is... Like, <laughs> everyone, everyone who is not the Sonic tar Sonic's target audience is depressed, but Sonic is more relevant to his target audience than he has been since Sonic X back in 2003. Uh, I disagree. I Me don't too. think that we have seen the numbers and response to really get that impression yet. Well, I think it's at doing well least, right. Hmm? At the very least, the ratings have been very high for considering its you know, time slot. The ratings have been high for one element of it, the show. And we don't know if that's going to be long term. I think it's going to make a difference if we hear, hey, this gets renewed for season two. Sega has just I, I like this cartoon, but Sega has just done a very poor job managing it, or we done, or whoever is managing, or Cartoon Network. I don't know who. Exactly. I don't know who's responsible for this. But problem number one, you still cannot buy this show on iTunes. <laughs> That's insane yeah. to me. <laughs> I can go on right now. I can. The best get, you can do is go on Cartoon Network. .com you can go on their it. website, but I can't go to... I, I could go on iTunes right now. I can subscribe to the new season of Adventure Time. I can get uh, Steven Universe. I can get any of their other shows. My, my but, big question is, can you do that for Pokemon, Tenkai Nikes, or, or, anything, or anything Lego? That is actually a good question. Because I would be very it, all I, the shows you're talking about are shows owned by certain demographic the best time, time slots. They heavily advertise that are CN has a lot of money invested in those shows. Whereas Sonic Boom is an outsider show. It's a show that they I essentially acquired, and so they have far, far less money in, uh, invested in Sonic Boom. I I agree, but. I'm saying, hey, it's not whoever is responsible for this, Cartoon Network or otherwise, they're dropping the ball here on making sure that it's available to people. They're putting it in a time slot that is kind of unreasonable, and it's gotten a little bit better now that the uh, other things... I just kind of... I get the same sensation I'm getting that one might have from, let's say... That terrible Donkey Kong cartoon from a while back. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah, that existed, didn't it? But the mirror doesn't lie. But it, it took forever for that to even get released, and even then, it's yeah. But that was in 1997. <laughs> I agree, but still, I mean, we're we're risking basically it not. Be having any sort of purposeful existence, and I think right now Sega just Sega just freaking needs a foothold. They need something to ge to keep giving them consistent income, and I don't think these terrible, terrible game. Well, okay, 
these games that are being perceived as terrible, terrible, are going to help them. Okay, to answer my question earlier, the only Tenkai Nikes thing available on iTunes is a movie. Hmm. Now. The other thing I think we have to uh, consider is that it may be that since the game didn't do very well uh, as far as the reviews, that they might just be trying to let the cartoon die a quiet death. I've been wondering that myself. Well, I don't think that, because, I mean, this thing was at 7 a.m. to start with on Saturday mornings. Well, my my theory sort of from the start was that they put it on early in the morning so they could see how the game would do. And if the game did really well, then they would be like, oh, let's put this on a great time slot. And since it didn't do well, they're just like, oh, we'll I don't, leave I it don't there. think Sega has that kind of hold on the programming that Cartoon Network No, I don't think the does. performance of the game I think has... Cartoon Network is the one that's holding all the cards as far as uh, how Sonic Boom is broadcasted. Well, really. if that's the case, then, then I would imagine that Sega could probably give them more money and they could put it in a more reasonable time slot, which they haven't done that either, so... Right. Well, we we don't know how this plan works at all. It's probably best not. To... Uh, by the way, that's just uh, a matter you can of get both Lego Chima and Lego Ninjago, um, TV seasons on iTunes right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Alex, your mic is cutting in and out. Oh darn! Has it been doing that for a while? <laughs> I'm just noticing the icon on you, and it's coming in and out. Uh, you know, okay. it's recording that, right? Like. Why do you even discuss this on the podcast? Well, he because it's fun. It. <laughs> so well, now people know what's going on in case he cuts off again. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Let them wonder. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so this, I guess go on something positive. What was your favorite Sonic moment of 2014? I mean, I honestly, mine just goes straight to the TV show, me being... Honestly, I was actually very afraid for the TV show just because this is number six of Sonic Animation, and I've maybe liked one of them on a literal sense, and I've liked maybe two of them on a much more ironic sense. (laughs) Whereas this is probably, like... Honestly, I'm going to say this is the second best... Okay, third best... Sonic animation. You're, you're gonna put behind one. You're gonna put behind the Sonic movie thing that going like ironically, really. I really freaking like the Sonic movie. The Sonic movie was pretty entertaining, actually. It, 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 it was entertaining in its own way. I like Sonic Underground more personally. <laughs> but... You like Sonic Underground more than Sonic Boom, though. No. GX does. There we go. I might like I might end up liking Sonic Boom more than Sonic Sad AM because Sonic Sad AM hasn't aged particularly well for me. I kind of disagree, but that's I why. Really I, that's why that's why I said for me for me for, for me it's teetering at the very top between Sad AM and this one. I really enjoy the humor on it myself. I mean, it blows it the have episodes kind of miss. My the biggest criticism I have from Sonic Boom right now is that conversation and very minimal movement in their CG models is really good. Anytime they want to do something fast or action-y... It struggles. They, they, it, it, they don't have good stage direction for that. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> pretty and, common with, uh, CG anima- with CG television animation in general. And they, they still really don't have any... 
You they, obviously, see... they still don't have any good title cards either, so I don't know where they're putting their money in the show. <laughs> Into that glorious opening. <laughs> I'll well, tell if you, you watch the French opening, there's see... actually a minute-long opening to that. The French. Anyhow, what I was going to say <laughs> before I was interrupted five times, if you want to see a much better example of that, Absolutely, absolutely. I will recommend this to everybody who has a who has a child in their heart right now. Go see the Ninja Turtles uh, CG series because it's it's basically, from my perspective, the current Teen Titans. Really, damn it! I, as far as far as I'm concerned, it it is it is. It fills the gap where Teen Titans once was. Huh. Well, I guess I'll take take a look at it at some point. I have to start watching it, but I hear nothing but praise of that show. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen, like, the first two episodes. I think it's very good, though, and I'll probably eventually watch through it, maybe, like, when it comes to Netflix or some such. If you start yeah, episode problem. one, the CG starts a bit rough, but if you stick with it, it gets better in, starting in, like, episode three. Yeah, the other thing, I, a problem I have with the animation on the the Sonic Boom is it's an inconsistencies as far as uh well there's there's two things <laughs> Eggman's mustache constantly shrinks and grows for some reason <laughs> in different scenes. That's a problem. Uh, there's scenes where there's the scenes where the shine and color in the eyes are suddenly all gone, and then they'll be back <laughs> in the next scene. Huh, and the other thing is the way the way they handle fluid is which just looks weird. I, I, again, I'm I'm confused. Those are problems. <laughs> are they not? I don't I don't know. Uh, get, getting back to your question, for me it was the second episode of Sonic Boom because for me the humor of the first episode was a little um, off, but it was with the second one when uh, the Eggman goes to stay with Sonic and friends and because his fortress was destroyed in a storm. And they just have this great odd couple moment that reminds me of this one of my favorite Satam episodes. You know, uh, the one that none of you people like, the one with with Sonic and Antoine in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of that, except the humor was more consistent. Um, it was just, it was just like, it was just a funny, well-timed little episode, and it really showed that the show could have some really strong comedic chops. Well, I think that I, when we talked about it on the Spin Dash, I know that we said that they probably should have led with that one and not yeah. the sidekick one because that one is by and away the stronger of the two episodes that they started with. It's probably but, still the best episode, I think. I wouldn't go that far. I, I actually rather like the Doomsday episode. Yes. That one was yes, pretty entertaining. That was sorry. I, 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 love, like... I love the party hat that he gets on for Doomsday. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I really liked My Fair Stixie, but I mean, that, there, there were some pretty yeah. good ones. What's I that? think story-wise, that's actually one of the, as far as consistent story, that's, that's My Fair Stixie's probably one of the as better As far ones. as Knuckles being increasingly more of an idiot, <laughs> that one does win. And I love Eggheads. Egg, Eggheads is probably my second favorite. Eggheads, Eggheads. And Knuckles is absolutely great in that episode. Yeah, he is so, glorious, as he always Of should. course, I think it's. Uh, I think it. We don't want to go through a discussion of the year without at least mentioning the dark horse candidate here, uh, Sonic Jump Fever. 
Jump. You know what? That was like the best Sonic game I played at E3. And then they bring it here, and it's like they frick it up. You know, it's, <laughs> it's still the, probably the best Sonic game this year. I mean, at least I played it a ton when everybody on my Facebook account was playing it, and I was competing for high scores. But, but you <laughs> know, like, then they then they screwed it up with all, with, with all that pay pay to play stuff. And it's like, damn it, you had a good thing here, and you ruined it with greed. That's well, hard. I, like studios, they when they first start off any uh, any smartphone game, they don't quite get the Get to, what do they call that? The deal, not the DLC. The uh, pay to play. Microtrans- yeah, microtransactions. They yeah, don't okay. quite get the microtransactions right just off the bat, but then they eventually settle in and get everything going after like a few months. It was a better game in like three months later, <laughs> but it wasn't that <laughs> great of a game to start. <laughs> I was just and disappointed because I actually did like the first Sonic Jump a lot. The the fact that it was. It was a set number of levels, and it's true, it was a four-pay game, but you had levels that you actually had to accomplish, you had some bosses, you had other things to do. Now it's just, it's more of this randomly generated garbage. It's like, <laughs> you're, every game is like this. It, it, it does nothing to differentiate itself. Hmm. I'm just I'm I'm tired of these terrible terrible iOS games that are all basically the same thing. Yeah, I I forget this I forget which which game this Sonic Jump is based off of. Um, it's based Jump. off of games like Doodle Jump. Doodle Jump, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's also based off of the first game that it was, which I honestly <laughs> still consider the superior game. Yeah, yeah I, I that one was actually progressive levels, and then they kept adding more levels to the game itself. And you could play Infinite if you wanted, but now it's it is just hey, get the highest score. These levels, our computer made them. You probably can get through it. I don't know. <laughs> Go try. Go nuts. Buy items. You didn't end each level abandoning a bunch of flickies with <laughs> in a hot air balloon and. Watching it as you flick them in the air and they don't <laughs> quite make the balloon and fall to their deaths. <laughs> so, um, Reef, what what's your favorite Sonic moment of the year? Uh, I I still think I have to go with uh, a couple of the episodes of Sonic Boom that have been pretty outstanding. I for some reason I really liked My Fair Stixie. That one just entertained <laughs> I, 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 I get the appeal. <laughs> yeah. Reef, so I think that might have been it for me. It's, it's really the first episode where Styx took a prominent role and she was tolerable. Mm-hmm. I kind of got to ask, though, Reef, because you, you know about this more than I do. Um, with me uprooting my life again and moving, I haven't been reading the comic for at least a solid six months or so. Is there anything uh-huh. super noteworthy going on there? Or is, yeah. Do you think that's a good candidate for a good moment of the year? You know what? I, I consistently have been forgetting about the comic, even though I've been keeping up with it. Hmm. And um, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, I've been really interested in uh, the couple of the arcs that have been coming out lately. Actually, the um, the one with Eclipse in Sonic Universe, for some reason I got a kick out of that. I don't know that why. Really I, usually, I usually hate Shadow. Not <laughs> like all the time, but I don't know. He just doesn't appeal to me as much as some people. But I've really enjoyed it. It's been interesting. It's been kind of plot twisty. I've liked it. 
And then in the main series, they're finally tying in Sonic Unleashed, which is kind of funny. But <laughs> it's so, like, different than the game story-wise. Oh, God, I'm so sick of people, video. you know, complaining that it's not a proper adaption to the... You know, Sonic oh, yeah, because they did the and adaption the is, so freaking well back in the day. They're using that game to world build the entire new, you know, reboot yeah. of this I like of the it. franchise. I, I like it better than the story of Sonic. I, I think they're doing a fantastic job I on that. I want these and... people to go back and read the Sonic Spinball adaptation <laughs> and then tell me that. I like the hey, hey, Spinball that, they, they, included, they included Hip and Hop. They did. Oh they did. boy, they included those two characters who <laughs> were a plunger in the game. Oh boy, you're really selling me on it, Knuckles. Um, and, and By the way, I just finished reading the latest issue, and I think Diana Ske- Skelly's going to be the bi- big uh, name artist for this year. It's, it's a fantastic issue, probably my favorite in the last two years, and the characters are so incredibly expressive in this issue. You know what? Forget what I said earlier. I think the high point of Sonic is going to be the comic for me this year. Just because they've done so many interesting... And, and I was worried from the get-go. As soon as I heard, oh, soft reboot, I was like, oh, this is going to turn awful. And it's actually mm-hmm. become so much better than when I picked it up again at issue like 198 or whatever. So I mean, this issue actually makes the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog kind of canon into uh, the comic book now. <laughs> But in a better way than it did it the first time. Yeah. They got uh, a lot of the characters from that from that show in this one. I have been having difficulties reading the comics ever since the soft reboot. I pretty much I've been stuck in that the in that in that first arc, Countdown to Chaos, since twenty thirteen. <laughs> Recently I've been trying to read it because I hear it's been great. But it's just been so hard because I always hate reboots so goddamn much. All I can think of is all those abandoned plot lines that will never get properly resolved and all those characters who are pretty much just wiped from existence. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't miss but... Jeffrey St. John. I think the comic's better without him. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would be right there with you, Reef, up to the point where that particular event right before the reboot happened... Like I, I I liked some of the really weird stuff they were going to. Right. I, I will yeah. absolutely agree with uh, Alex here that you know I am depressed that they cannot continue it. But at the same time, you know what? I can at least accept that they didn't have a good choice in the matter. Yeah, and I, 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 think I think they probably I... did take the best possible route with it that they could. That's why I've been trying to get into it again. And for I the first I... time, like ever, with any reboots, I actually, I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, it's That's I'm learning new things about the world that they're building, and they're taking in completely new directions while still maintaining like lovable characters like Bunny, Antoine, and Sally. I, I like Rotor too. I don't know why I didn't. Yeah, and introducing a lot of brand new characters. I mean, I'll, I'll take Relic over Julie Sue any day. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we I, are, I never liked Julie Sue. So you okay? You two, you're my enemies now. We're no. enemies. We're enemies. Well, tough. Oh, come on. Relic's adorable. You have you have one minute. Defend Julie Sue. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's all nostalgia for me. There you <laughs> go. There you go. You can pretty much disregard any of his opinions from this point forward. 
But hey, hey, at least I admitted it. I didn't try to come up with some bullshit reason. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you admitted it. It doesn't change that we can pretty much ignore anything but you say because regardless. you're driven entirely by nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. The reason, like the Knuckles, the Knuckles comic book series was one of the big comic books I read when I was a kid, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And it just really kicked me in the gut when the guy who wrote that comic book series completely made his characters completely Completely irrelevant now. To... And completely went insane. <laughs> uh, I, I, this, this is why I don't mind cursing Ken Penders anymore, because I never want to have to talk with him ever again. <laughs> oh, you've talked with him before? Yes, we've met at Comic-Con. Yeah, I gave him $500 for a cover, which I now regret, but I do still love the cover. <laughs> no, hey, 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 it's, uh, at some point... Separate the artist from the work. If you like I, the works I, in the past, I, I, I can do that. I can do that. But if you like yeah. the works in the past, it doesn't take away your enjoyment that yeah. he went off his rocker. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can still enjoy some of Frank Miller's stuff, and that guy's like a freaking Nazi. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I he, Frank that. Miller really went off the deep end pretty badly. So, anyway, well, it's, it's, this is not the Frank Miller show. This is Sonic Talk. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're we gonna say. Back at track. Um, my my favorite um Sonic moment of 2014 uh, was uh, me helping host the Sonic Revolution convention hmm, out yeah. in Anaheim, California, and that Good was uh, pretty awesome. It was mostly uh it was mostly Shane and uh, Ladise's uh, baby, but I, I was glad to be able to help and. You know, had did the little trivia contest and surprises for that. We had a, a a few different guests from Sonic that were like Sonic fans, mm-hmm. including uh, the biggest one was um, Tommy um, Tallarico. You know, mm-hmm. the, one of the head musicians, uh, video game musicians of all time, the creator of Video Games Live, or co-creator. And that big Sonic Black Knight soundtrack, right? Hmm. A little bit, yeah. He's mostly famous for stuff like Earthworm Jim and some other yeah. soundtracks. Still, that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it was a fun event. It wasn't it wasn't a big event. I think we only had 75 or 80 people, but everybody had a really good time and it was a blast. Hmm. So, are we going to do worst moments now? Okay. Yeah. I don't think it I, I have one more thing to add to this. Uh, the best Sonic game of the year. Oh, Smash oh Freedom Planet. Freedom yep. <laughs> you, I, you knew I, that before count? I said it. <laughs> I will buy that soon. I thought, I, yeah, I, I'm, I just want to gush about this just a little bit. Um, that if you are a Sonic fan who's depressed about how the games were this year, I want you to go on Steam right now, look for a title of a game called Freedom Planet. The history of this is actually pretty interesting because this started as a as part of the Sonic Fan Games Expo, uh, the online game demo, Sonic Fan Game Development uh, Expo, I, I forget which year, but it is a completely original... Uh, set, it is a completely original world. It's not connected in any way to the Sonic franchise. Uh, it is extremely inspired by Sonic. 
the level design, the character movement, uh, the sense of pace is just just straight out of Sonic. Uh, characters roll into balls. <laughs> and I mean, if you watch the trailer, it looks like Sonic. There's the hills, there's the half pipes, there's the platforming. It's it's really impressive, actually. It's Genesis in style, but it has a much nicer color yeah. palette. Mm -hmm. uh, it has uh, nicer sound. And it, it does things that Degenesis really wouldn't do, sprite scaling so and rotation. So mm -hmm. it's like a 32X game, then? No, it, no it's good. It's good. <laughs> hey, <duh. laughs> uh, Also, I haven't been able to finish it yet, uh, but I have found my favorite part of it. There is one character that you can choose out of two beginning characters. You will eventually unlock at least a third. However, this character can earn a special item in the game. This item is a gas can. With this gas can, she spawns a motorcycle. <laughs> From that point on in the level, you platform on a motorcycle. Oh my god. The motorcycle can do things like you haven't played roll into a ball with you. No, I, I haven't. <laughs> Drive on walls. E anything mm -hmm. that your, character can, do, your yeah. character can do on a bloody motorcycle. It's yeah. freaking amazing. It, it, it's like, you know what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but it's amazing. No, it doesn't. You know what? Shadow the Hedgehog had a good idea that they did wrong, and this <laughs> game fixed it. If any game can fix an idea from Shadow the Hedgehog, Buy it. Freedom Planet's fifteen dollars. Completely not on board with it. I was hoping it was on sale again. I was I, gonna I, buy it, but goddamn it, I forgot. <laughs> I, I think basically, if you want me to describe the gameplay, though, it, it's kind of like it is very much like a Sonic style game. The characters themselves are a little bit more squirrely than Sonic. Um, it kind of has that hey, we're, we're going to help you if you're walking on walls a bit type of Sonic 4 physics, but mm. it's also a lot more forgiving. Like, it, you do move very fast in it, but the levels are the level and the character abilities are designed in such a way that it forgives that. Hmm. Uh, the, best way I, the best comparison I could kind of make is it kind of feels like what if Treasure made a Sonic game? It's just fast, it's bombastic, wow. it has you big are, boxes, it's... You are really doing effective job, an effective job selling this game, man. If Treasure makes Sonic, I'm sold. <laughs> My only I, problem is that the cutscenes tend to drag out a long time at certain areas. Oh, the, sto the story's nonsense and the character voices are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> the and uh, certain, certain levels take a long time to... That, if you're willing to skip through the dumb story, just get it. I don't. Like, I don't need. I don't skip through stories. I sat through Sonic Heroes. <laughs> you know what? You 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 can watch it if you want, but you can press start and skip cutscenes. Awesome. Nice. <laughs> so so um, I just wish there was a. I just honestly, I could probably put up with it twice as much if there was a vocal mute button. There is not, but I think it's still good enough despite that. Yeah, so 
That sounds awesome, but we do have to talk about something more depressing. The worst moments of 2014. All of them. Shut up. <laughs> uh, pretty this much the launch of uh, Sonic Boom. Yeah. Itself, Rise of Lyric. Then ah. YouTube videos started popping up all over, showing every glitch in the game, the infinite knuckles jump, which is actually incredibly hard to do on a gamepad. So. <laughs> Honestly, I, think of, the... it's, I don't think it's that big of a glitch if it takes a lot of skill to pull off. <laughs> Honestly, I think the most depressing moment, the worst moment there, was not that in itself, but the E3 preceding that. Oh, oh yeah. God. yeah. Now, Whenever was... we actually got the sense the... of what it was and was not going to be. When the curtain was finally unveiled, <laughs> as far as what Sonic Boom was really going to be like. I don't know, the, the fact that uh, I got to play it kind of softened the blow for me because I didn't <laughs> think it was that bad. <laughs> but, Actually, uh, the worst moment for me was after playing um, Shattered Crystal at E3, I really enjoyed that demo, but when I finally got to play the full game, it was not the same style of game that mm -hmm. I was experiencing there because there it was more felt more like an action platformer with a very large level to explore. And instead, it ended up a game where you had to constantly stop and look through a map and find your certain blueprints and emerald shards. Uh, well, well, you see, that's that the problem. just killed the action for me in that the, game. That's, that's the problem I was, I was describing at E3. <laughs> <laughs> of course, thankfully, they did make the characters easier to... Uh... Oh, easier to easier to pick, but still, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much why I had the issue I had at E3. Oh, I, Mike Kramer ought to give me credit for that. I'm the one who brought it up with him in E3, and then by the time Comic-Con showed up, so all of a sudden you're able to select everybody by D-pad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you, you made the game better. At least that's what that's the way we go with. Yep, I'm um, going to steal credit for that. <laughs> for me, there was no worst moment of... Uh, 2014, but there was the most horrible thing to happen during 2014, which was the announcement of the goddamn Sonic movie. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be a live-action Sonic not, movie. Not the announcement, but the the information that was determined what it might be. <laughs> uh, it was it was not only a live action movie. It's from the director of the Smurfs. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Uh, <laughs> and also, it's going to be PG thirteen. We're going to get PG thirteen <laughs> live action Sonic movie. I didn't hear that. That's news to me. Yeah, yeah that, that that I guess that's that the same up much later moment. from somebody that, who's working on the movie. I guess that, that's the second worst moment of 2014 is finding out that's gonna be PG-13. I have uh, the nagging suspicion that yeah. this probably will not come out. Oh please, God, please, because <laughs> this is just gonna be so humiliating for me if I'm gonna have to sit through these trailers whenever I take a friends or family to the movie is going to be, hey, isn't that that thing that you do all those podcasts and stuff about? <laughs> yes. I know that yes. <laughs> Then again, Sony's putting out a million video game movies over the coming years now. There is a way that this uh, movie could be forgiven, though. Yeah. And I think Jaleel White is Sonic? Be... Huh? If Jaleel White is Sonic? Uh, you're if actually has... very close. If, uh, if uh, John Oliver is Sonic. Oh, oh, <laughs> I would like it. 
Okay, I I I, I find it somewhat less embarrassing than John Oliver with Sonic or Eggman for that matter. Hell, I'll take him as Tails. I want John Oliver to just be every character. Sure. Hey, John Oliver can be the live action. It'll it'll be like the um, it'll be like the uh, Eddie Murphy of Sonic movies. Uh, yeah, kind of, pretty pretty much, yeah. Uh, Look at Chris Pratt to be Sonic, and he uh, challenges Eggman to a dance-off at the end of the movie. And Eggman is John Travolta. Okay. It, just, it, it brings up the question, then, the Sonic movie versus the Mario movie. <laughs> like, like, who's going to do what for which? Because I, I will tell you, I think it was suggested at some point in the big Sony leak that, hey, we, we're... we're partially maybe considering Gendy Tartavosky for the Mario movie. It's like, if they get Gendy for Mario and oh, they get good. the director of Smurfs for Sonic... That better justify a terror threat than, <laughs> any, than anything this interview could have possibly done. I don't. Jimmy Tarnikovsky tur- turned an Adam Sandler movie good. Yes, yes, he did. I don't, I don't care if that's not true. I just that sentence, the very idea, just made me sad. God, of course, I'm I'm not sure how they can make a Mario movie, but I mean, he's Kenny Tarnikovsky. He's one of the kings of animation these days, so mm-hmm. I guess if anyone can do it, it would be him. The best way I've yet to be able to come up with how to make a Mario movie is to have it be kind of an kind of an introspective reflection type movie saying uh, like, hey Mario, he's he's been this person in games who's done everything and this is Mario looking at everything he's done in games and maybe something big comes along that's Hurting games instead of just him uh, being in the Mushroom Kingdom. That, yeah, that, that, Are you talking like, like a Wreck-It Ralph or, thing? Like a Wreck-It Ralph thing, like a Lego movie type thing. Or like the Subspace Emissary. Because, I mean, <laughs> Mario's so big and he's so everything that to me it makes the most sense, hey, let's use the big, let's use the everything. So what let's hey, use what he means to people. Man. Speaking, of, speaking of Subspace Emissary, that was written by the guys who did Kingdom Hearts, so let's have them do the Mario movie, too. Man, oh, dear God. I, what? Shut up, Nerd. Right I would just shut up. Have a Subspace Emissary <laughs> movie. Uh, have, King, have the Kingdom Hearts writing staff do Sonic. There we go. Okay, you know what? I could go for that, because I'd still probably be better than a goddamn Smurfs movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> Is it because the characters blue? Is is that why they're doing this? Are they just assigning character? Are they just assigning directors by the colors of the characters now? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> that's why I don't know. That's I don't good know. old fashioned racism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, goddamn blue people. <laughs> they don't get. They don't do anything for us. Why should we, why should we do anything for them? Uh, I'm. I I, I kind of got a agree with what you guys have said so far as pretty much the worst moments. I just don't... For me, nothing has ever really hit super, super hard this year. The only thing... It's not... It's not really even that the game was bad for what it was... For what it was. 
It's just the thing that hit me hardest was how much Sega just seemingly abandoned everything with Sonic Boom. Because yeah, the more you learned about it, the more it, sad I got because it was obvious this game just wasn't rushed. It was abandoned. It was just dropped. Yeah. yeah that's what the rumors have been saying, that developers just left and it went golden July. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I, I just... It was in development for almost three years, wasn't it? Yeah, but that that does explain the complete lack of polish. Yeah. But my my concern with it is that you heard my excitement in it in earlier episodes that, you know what, I, I kind of wish this this seemed like the reboot that Sonic really needed. It seemed like it was going the direction that Sega wanted to go anyway with how their games are being written so far. And I just wanted to see Sega go full whole hog on this. Just take it, run with it, make it its own thing rebuild Sonic for the new generation in such a way that is respectful of what once came out. But you know what? We're, we're at least going to do a new thing. We're going to mm-hmm. make a new Sonic. We're kind of going to reduce all the friends and all the different gameplay styles. And we're just going to have this brand new thing that people can enjoy. And what we got right away was they immediately backtracked on everything, saying, no, no this is our this is our this isn't. This is just our little side project. We're not gonna do this. We're still gonna have the regular Sonic games. We'll still have the big Sonic games. Right. And well, they just said that say, since day one. I know yeah. they've been saying that since day one. That's my. That's my point. Is that they never felt like they were ever actually really invested in anything involving mm-hmm. Sonic Boom. Like they just they funded it. I suppose, if not some of the Nintendo money helped fund it, or <laughs> agreement, or I don't even know what's in the background of that agreement. Yeah. But it's like, what did they actually do? They sh- Mostly Nintendo showed it off more than Sega did. Mostly Nintendo's been doing all the work for this in terms of there most of the marketing. There were shows that Sega had where they didn't even bring the game there. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I, it, it baffles me if they just had so absolutely no faith in this so early on. Whenever I could, I could look at this and I I could see. You know what? I understand what you're doing from a design perspective. People may not like it, but I think that if you did this the right way, it could grow on them mm-hmm. and it could put you in a better market position with the franchise than you were before without having to just once again pander and pander to the the nostalgia lovers. And they said, no, we're we're still going to be doing whatever we're going to do. This is just the weird little American, Western, European project that, you know, we'll we'll, we'll do it, but we don't care. (laughs) And it just disappointed me that they never – they just – never as a company seemed to take it seriously or care about it or give it any sort of support. Hmm. There could be stuff behind the scenes that I'm unaware of, but it, it just seemed like they had they they barely announced it when it was first announced, and they barely did anything with it as it went on. And 
it's just depressing because I still think, hey, you know what? They built off of what they were doing in the games, and they built a solid universe. They were doing so many of the things that I think the Sonic franchise needed to do for a long time. They made it a cast of animals. They focused a little bit more on the humor without going into this this deep, dark place that they tried with so many games and just failed <laughs> miserably and miserably. Yeah. It just seemed like, hey, we're taking all the right pieces. They just, they never just put it together the right way. And I, I just and feel depressed that it turned problem. out as it did, not because of the Sonic franchise, but because I thought Sonic Boom was going to be something. And it's still yeah, something the thing, in terms is that of the show, but the show it's just not the, what it could be. It's not what it could yeah, be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show and the game feel so much different from another in terms of tone. As far as the game goes, it feels like they're still trying to have that epic, you know, uh, feel into it and more dark and drama, where the show is very much more lighthearted and where Eggman's almost a what you'd call a frenemy <laughs> to mm-hmm. Sonic, where they know where each other lives, they, and Eggman tries to kill him every once in a while, but at the same time, they'll hang out at each other's houses. Right, right. At the same time, though, I think that's just the symptom of it being a game, and they have to, do, they have, to have something for it to be a game. You can't have Sonic, the Sonic sitcom <laughs> the game. Right. Right. That's called that's Mean true. Bean Machine. Well, I mean, the characters <laughs> as well feel quite a bit different on certain areas. Like, I noticed Tails has, talks way more tech-speak or talks like the professor in Gilligan's Island on the Rise of Lyric. And Amy is an almost an entirely different character where she's more of the leader, you know, gymnast type. Where on the show, she's more of the, you know, sweet-loving den mother. Hey, guys, can you hear me? You know, as far as her character goes. And and that's very crisscrossed in the first two issues of the Sonic Boom comic where... She's like the the leader of the group, except she's more short-tempered, but um, she doesn't have that characteristic that she has in the cartoon either. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, there are broad broad strokes. Yeah, that's the thing is that they cross over between those two. Characters don't feel quite the same. Like you were saying before on the 3DS one, that feels more like the show than the the Wii U game did. I, I... I understand that, but in general, I mean, I'm just... You know what I'm happy about? The Sonic characters feel like characters in this. Even in the game, they at least feel like characters. They don't feel like these blank vessels that all kind of look the same and are all kind... or They're all kind of heroes that are all going to kind of save the day, and it just feels... You know what? They did something. They looked at who they are and what their strengths are, and they at least built something off of that. I'll agree with that, because when they're not talking about boost pads or or hitting certain switches that are easily spotted, they or collecting have rings. this just, you know, um, yeah. They just talk more naturally to each other, and it really gives them uh, quite a bit of personality. And the Especially question is, Knuckles. Are, are we at least... I tell you what, I will consider this more of a success if... They at least, for the love of God, take that as a sign for whatever they're going to do for the next Sonic game. 
you know they're you know in the next three D iteration, Izuka's gonna try to have a story in there. They're gonna try to do the same thing with cutscenes and the whole shebang. It's like at least look at what this does and pick apart the parts that are good for the characters. Because I think that that stuff is better for the series than what they did in Sonic Lost Worlds. To an well, extent, Sonic yeah. Colors. Sonic Colors doesn't really have a story. It has a series of loosely connected events. It doesn't really have a story. Yeah, it doesn't the, really I think have the character characters. moments and the I think the character moments in the writing are I mean the comedic writing in colors was a lot better than what came after it as far as Generations and Lost World goes. I don't know what they're doing with Lost World. It I feels mean, like Ken Pontac and and the the other guy were kind of a one-trick pony where they did a really good job on one game and not so great on the other two. Well, to be fair, Sonic Generations didn't really have much of a story. For, it, it didn't it, need much of a story. <laughs> it, it, even in characterization, though, like the characters weren't, anything special. They weren't interesting. Like, the the only person that I would even consider a character in that would be, like, classic Sonic. Mm-hmm. He was probably more of a character than most of the other characters. Really not <laughs> Eggman. didn't have to say anything. Well, Eggman, to be fair, Eggman's kind of like the one exception that has been consistent throughout. Kind of, yeah. And he has had Mike Pollock, who probably mm-hmm. does, does a lot for him. Oh, yeah. Honestly, like, the last time I even could tell you a Sonic story that actually grabbed my interest was, you know what, Unleashed. Yeah, was, Unleashed had a yeah. decent Sonic story. <laughs> and you know what, Chip wasn't as bad as a lot of people were making him out to be. No, Chip's, Chip's fine. Like, yeah. they, they did good things with Chip. I think they had some good motifs going, and anybody who has not seen these... Go to YouTube. <laughs> there are Sonic Unleashed short films. They have no dialogue. It's all character movement. They're great. Yeah, they're funny. They're just including the Night of the Werehog. Yeah, I I recommend all those, and that's I, I kind of wish that in going into the future, Sega would look at those. Sega would look at Sonic Boom as a TV show, and they would say, you know what? These have some good ideas. I think we need to go back to those. You know, I I hate to admit it, but I actually really enjoyed the story on Black Knight, even though the game was kept pretty horrible. (laughs) I I can't even tell you the story on Black Knight, except for, hey, all these characters are not actually the characters. Good times. (laughs) So I did have to step out for a minute. Um, did, Did... well, where are we at right now? Uh, um, I went on a big, long rant, Ah, and well, then uh, uh, I was done. Jason, is there anything else you wanted us to talk about? Well, could I, um, could well, I add uh, what I think the worst Sonic moment is? Oh, what's yeah, that? go on. <laughs> uh, I, I think, to me, that the worst moment of the whole year was really when the reviews started to come back for Sonic Boom, because... The game itself isn't great, and I think we can all agree that it's not yeah. you know outstanding, but... They, it started coming back with, like, twos. And Which is I don't ridiculous. think any game that you can play without it completely falling apart deserves a two. I think that a lot of the reviews that came back were just spite. And it made me really angry, actually, that they just 
you know, panned the game worse than it deserved. I mean, okay, fine. It's not a strong game. Give it a five. It was an average game. Yeah. It didn't deserve a two. What there was driving me nuts games there were fans. Hmm? Yeah, sorry. What was driving me nuts is there was fans that were saying this was worse than Sonic 06. If you Which think that this was worse than Sonic 06, you are uh, you either haven't played Sonic 06 or you are actively high. Yes. <laughs> yeah, seriously, no, this game or passively. You can get through it with from a point A to point B. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may be bl- very bland at times, but you can get from point A to point B without yeah. any real troubles. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? You know who wrote the most fair review I've seen so far? You. Uh, d- <laughs> I haven't written a review yet. Oh, okay. Destructoid. Oh, did Destructoid. Jim write the review for that? I don't know if he did, but... Um, I doubt it, because that was uh, actually... So. I think he... Lyrics was is in his top ten of worst games of all time, of this yeah. year. Yeah, but um, Destructoid, they, they, they gave the game... Everything they said was pretty much what I thought. You know, it's an it's a amazingly mediocre game. Five out of ten. Average. Nothing mm-hmm. special, but it's not effing Superman 64. Right. <laughs> it's not effing Aquaman, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not that's, Sonic 06. And that's my point. Like That was the thing that I think was the lowest for me for the whole year. It's like, this game doesn't deserve it. I don't care if it's you know mediocre. I don't care if it's a little bit broken. A game that's like a 2 is going to be you know your Aquaman, your Superman 64 yeah, it's, Frail it's 1. Gonna be down there, man. It's going to be Alien Colonial Marines, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that 2 is being polite. <laughs> like GX was saying, there's you know, there are some good th- things out of here that are actually an improvement over what we've gotten from other Sonic games like characterization. But, I mean, other things like uh, uh, a um, infinite lives, uh, more checkpoints and that kind of thing, that is actually an improvement over what we've gotten in certain Sonic games. It's less, fr- it's a lot less frustrating than we've had in other titles like, uh, like Sonic 06, for instance, or Shadow yeah. the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. There, are, there aren't nearly as many, there aren't nearly as many picks of death. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, and like you guess, you guess, get, you get like spawned back to where you were. You know, it was just not, it there's was no awesome. real controller. Hello. Hello. Mm-hmm. You're here. Did you hear me? Good time. Yeah, I can hear you. We no lost real you controller. Now, I was saying there's no real controller throwing times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the game plays perfectly fine. I mean, I, like, I stopped playing it largely because I had things like Halo and Broken Age and Shadow of Mordor that I really wanted to get through, you know, mm-hmm. AAA titles. So it wasn't an awful game. It was perfectly playable, serviceable. It was average combat that felt that felt good to play at times. Yeah. I, 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 I don't mean to... I hate to be the person who kind of responds to that to this kind of thing, but it just stuck in my craw a little bit being referred to as an Sonic Boom apologist. And my attitude is how it always will be with this game. You know what? If you are a Sonic fan, if you are if you are like me in your mid to late twenties, this game probably isn't designed for you. It was not designed with you in mind. 
It was mm-hmm. designed for kids. And you know what? Kids who actually like the cartoon and want to get into this through the cartoon are probably going to like this. And I don't think that it's going to be a situation where if you get it for a kid, they are going to be sorely annoyed and disappointed. Right. I think all the stuff that goes on in this type of game is going to be the type of thing kids like. Right, right. Uh, the Meverse would, you know, agree with that. There's been a lot of positive, you know, posts on Meverse, and that's mm-hmm. mostly kids. And yeah. you know what? I mean, the, the other thing is, like, uh, this kind of goes back to the whole the whole review thing. If if you're reviewing a game, you're not supposed to think about, oh, is this game something I'm enjoying? It's supposed to be, is this game good, and will the target audience enjoy it? And well. I, I kind of disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree with that too. I, I, I think that's I think you can place yourself in a different perspective that if you're not enjoying a game, you can say, I'm not enjoying this, but I do understand what type of qualities it has. Yeah. Similarly, I think you can enjoy a game that you also acknowledge has flaws. Yeah, well that's kind of my point here is that when they reviewed this game, did they not stop to think, okay, well, maybe, you know, I'm not enjoying it, but the game's not abysmal? Well, that's it's it's just kind of the problem of, you know what, so if it were any other licensed property that mm-hmm. wasn't a video game, that would be fine. But it just kills this game that it is Sonic, a mm-hmm. character that has existed since the 1990s and has had some good games yeah. and a lot of very poorly received games. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think he just... I don't think he gets a break that other franchises' properties like that would get. And I think part of that is just because he... he despite what I think a lot of reviewers would like, Sonic still has a lot of cachet. Mm-hmm. Like, a, as a media property, it still is in the zeitgeist of what's going on and I I think that a lot of outlets would just love to ignore it but at the same time they also have to serve their audience and their audience still pays attention to Sonic to some extent yeah I, I, I don't I don't know if that seems accurate enough based on your experiences Alex Jason <laughs> um, yeah, I, get, I get to what you're coming from here yeah but, uh, but uh, go on. Let, let's uh, move on. Uh, well, we're going into 2015 now, and uh, what are you guys looking forward to in 2015? Sonic Adventure 3. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we got some, uh, as far as the comic goes, we got some upcoming story arcs. The first uh, issue of the Sonic the Fighters adaption just came out, and mm-hmm. that was. That's it's awesome that the uh, art they, by um, they did a Sonic the Fighters adapt- adaption in the comic. That's what this new four-part uh, saga is going through with God Sonic Two Sixty Eight. I need to start reading this. <laughs> Seriously, it's the best issue, and it's it's got a bunch of characters from the from the uh, the adventures of Saturday Morning Sonic. Wow, and it's, it... down, it's got a brand new penciler who reminds me a bit of Ben Bates. So she, she's very. Uh, expressive in her art. The characters are just, like, very animated. Uh, Honey the Cat's got a big part in it. It's got classic Sonic. It's got a whole bunch of cool stuff. Anyway, and now, then we got the upcoming, I, another Sonic and Mega Man crossover event, but this time with Sonic Boom and Mega Man X 
I'm a tad disappointed that that they're doing another one already. I'm actually kind of nervous about this just because I I kind of liked the first crossover, but as a general rule of thumb, crossovers are pretty bad (laughs) unless you are able, unless you make particularly strong strides to merge two universes such as like a Marvel or a DC. Ah, this, it was okay. Like, if I look at it from a story perspective, you know what? They got the characters together. The plot didn't all fall apart. There were some amusing moments. But in general, I wouldn't say, yeah, that was a really great story. I was like, yeah, that sure was a crossover between those two things. I love the last crossover. They both (laughs) existed in the same thing. And you know what? They said... Hey, we have this character and this character have this in common. You know what? I bet they would have dialogue together. Let's give them some dialogue. Wait, we have a character named Shadow and Shadow Man? Oh, well, let's have that. It's like, you know what? I you did you did well for that type of thing, but you're still doing that type of thing. And the next one they're going to be doing Mega Man X and Sonic Boom. Yeah, let's get some a, Mega Man X. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a four universe crossover this time. <laughs> I'm for, I'm I'm far more interested in seeing Sonic Boom Sonic and regular Sonic meet up than I am with uh, Mega Man or Mega Man X meeting up with them. <laughs> hey Sonic, you're wearing a scarf, huh? Why are your friends so goddamn stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, Sonic Runners, a mobile game by Sonic Team themselves this time, instead of uh, Hardlight Studios. Oh yeah, have we seen? Have we gotten any information on Sonic Runners? It'll be coming soon. Like they they announced they announced that they're going to have information soon. So the ah. announcement of an announcement. Don't you just anyway, love those? It's a it's you a know. mobile game, so it it'll probably be okay. But I mean, come on, it's a mobile game. <laughs> I well, for me, it doesn't. For me, it doesn't really bode well for Sega as a company that they are now having Sonic Team work on mobile games. Mm. Um, well, I mean, it, it can't be any more degrading when they make than when they make Shadow the Hedgehog. I am thinking that just based on what our site. Let's see, we had. Um, we had last year was Sonic. Uh, what was the big game? Sonic uh, Lost World. Then before that was the racing game, right? Except yeah. Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed from right. Sumo Digital. Uh, this year was the was Sonic the Boom. Uh, Sonic Boom and Sonic Jump. I have just based on the amount of time between. I'm not entirely convinced that this year will be another, we'll call it mainline Sonic platformer. I have a feeling that it might be another spin-off game. I'm and crossing my fingers for All-Stars. Seems about right. Crossing my fingers for All-Stars. Yeah, but All-Stars what? All-Stars from Sumo Digital, that's all I care about. I know, <laughs> but like, what, what, what is left for them to do? Well, well, they could do a fighting game, or they could do another racing game. Uh, Oh, Smash Brothers knockoff. I don't, I don't know if I would go to Sumo Digital for 
that kind of game. Like Sega, <laughs> well, yeah, but Sega does have AM2 for fighting games. Well, they do have, They're yeah, they do have AM2. <laughs> uh, Sega Bash Sisters. I think it's a, I don't think it's a very good idea for that. Well, I guess it would have a well, whole year between before, it. Well, before Fighters Mega Mix, I mean, before Smash Brothers, there was... AM2 did Fighters Mega Mix, which no, I'm 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 thinking time wise. When when is the next Mortal Kombat going to come out? When is the next uh, Street Fighter going to come out? Because I, there is a big danger if they try to do something like that in a year with those stronger releases. Mm-hmm. I think Sonic Team can't afford to have another spin, or Sega can't afford to have another spin-off Sonic title this year. I think we're definitely going to get us. A Sonic Team game title in 2015. I think Sega of can't afford to have a lot of things that they seem to go for. <laughs> I'm amazed yeah. Sega's still in business. I, I don't know how Sega can afford an Atlas right now. There, there's sort of a double-edged sword here because on the one hand, can they afford to release another, you know, main sequence game right after Sonic Boom got panned? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand. Can they afford to not do that? Because you know, how long can they go without releasing a Sonic game and still be okay financially? I'll be honest, I don't care about that. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I just hope that if it's another mainline Sonic game, it's really good. <laughs> and if it's a, and, and if it's not, I hope it's an All Stars game from either Sumo Digital or AM2 or someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> I think there's still the possibility of a download game this year. Like what? Sonic Four Episode Three? Uh, not that. Uh, not that really got like, canceled, by the way. Uh, uh, yeah, like they were actually gonna do uh, Episode Three after how Episode Two did. Mm. <laughs> uh, who who was expecting an Episode Three at this point? I, well, I, I was actually Alex a little bit surprised been, uh, Two came out, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know if Alex has been following the news, but but uh, uh, pretty much Kevin uh, Kevin below. Uh, officially confirmed it, that they were thinking of having Taxman do like episode 3, but with the sales oh. of episode 2, they just cancelled it out. No! Tax you know what? Man. Let's, let's freaking have Taxman make a port of the Sonic 2 game that they made for, <laughs> for phones. Yeah, and on consoles with all the extra stuff they put in it. By the only console that I can properly play Son- the, the new Sonic 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic CD ports with proper controls is either the NVIDIA Shield or the freaking Ouya. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> Sega. You know, what, you know what would actually be an okay project then, now that I think about it? Freedom Planet and Taxman working on all original Sonic game? Uh, I wasn't even going to say that. I was just going to say have him in assistance... Reproducing uh, Sonic Three and Knuckles. Oh, I think that's yes. what everybody wants right now. Yes, yes. I, yes. I think if they brought that, up, I think if they were able to recreate that, affirm sixty frames per second, and just sparkling nice, maybe add a few extra features. Hey, maybe even just like they do, they pull a Sonic Two HD project out of their backsides and say, <laughs> "Hey, we made this look super fancy now." Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't feel like they're in a good position right now to make and release another big, huge Sonic game. I have a right. feeling that whatever we see next outside of the mobile space will be smaller or a spinoff. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? If we can get if we can get a, like a Taxman project or a Sonic Three port project, I'd be game for that. But or uh, or yeah, hear me out on this. What you own freaking Atlas? Have Atlas make I don't care what make have them make the Sonic Persona game. Just <laughs> okay. If, if you need a good developer to make a good Sonic game, you have Atlas. Jeez. Well, I'm sure Sonic's been quit wanting to blow his brains making... out for quite some time now. <laughs> quit, quit putting them making uh... Hatsune Miku dancing Persona games. Have them make actual Sonic <laughs> games. I, I don't know. I have no idea I'm how just... that would work. I have absolutely no idea how that would work, but why not? Next year's, next year's Sonic game is Sonic Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But like for me, like my I guess my dream project at this point would be Taxman and the Freedom Plant developers working on an all new original Sonic 2D game. That's my, not for a freaking phone. <laughs> my my dream project right now is just it's just straight up. You know what? We made classic Sonic in the other game. Let's just have let's have we can have the cutscenes where he doesn't talk. Let's just have a cla- a new game in 3D in the generation style that is all just classic Sonic. Hmm. That, that would be kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. My I mean, dream game would either be a, a point-and-click adventure to, for the tablet starring, like, uh, the Chaotix, or <laughs> um, <laughs> a Shadow the Hedgehog 2 that kind of parodies itself but is done by Platinum Games. So Shadow like the Hedgehog 2? Okay, uh, you by lost Platinum me game. at point-and-click, but you had me at Platinum. <laughs> okay, so a platinum Sonic Sonic game that's a point. Well, as far as Chaotix goes, it would be like in the style of Phoenix Wright. That would be terrible, and you should feel bad. <laughs> yes. No, no. I want Vectrix yelling at the judge. Where Where is that computer room? Wait, what was the quotes? Or well, I don't know, but you just called him. Find Vectrix. the computer room. Oh yeah. You just You just hey, called kid, him the. I have um, a computer. <laughs> I have a Vectrix sitting right in front of me. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> Vectrix the crocodile. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he's, he's made completely out of lines. But you know what? He plays asteroids really well. Did you say he's made completely out of lies? Lines. Lines. You yeah, know what a Vectrix is? <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he's completely made out of lies as well. So. <laughs> hey, the Vectrix is awesome. But um, I don't know about Shadow of the Hedgehog too. But I, I, I'd be game for for a uh, chaotic point-click adventure game, even if it would be awful. Because I like point-click adventure. Here's games. the thing: if Platinum made Shadow of the Hedgehog two, I guess it would be good. But if, uh, how about we put this: if Platinum made blank. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that's something we might be able to agree on. Okay, if Platinum made anything, yeah, that, that'd be pretty cool. This but is uh, I, starting to sound like a Curse Against Humanity <laughs> actually. If Platinum made blank, then blank. If Platinum made a uh, windmill full of corpses, I'd if still Plat- buy that. <laughs> if Platinum made an Apple Bandai Pippin game. If Platinum <laughs> made a bigger, blacker dick. 
Okay, and that's where we move on to something else. So, oh, um, really? <laughs> anything else are we looking forward to for 2015? Oh, yeah, I actually heard something foul mouth from GX. That's that's new. Uh, no, that's I gotta say. That doesn't count. That's the Cards Against Humanity. I, I can swear when it is factually accurate. That's, that's true. I would say for Even me... No, that's I'm, not really a swear. Yeah. I, I'm sort of interested in seeing where the comic goes, really. I've been thoroughly enjoying this latest couple of arcs, both in the main series and Sonic Universe, so you know what? I'm hoping the momentum keeps going. That's basically my big thing. It seems like they're going off in a really strong direction right now, so well, I'm yeah, looking not forward to, to this. Not to bring it around, but yeah, the, this next arc, with the Sonic the Fighters arc and the regular Sonic, it looks fantastic so far. I really love the first issue. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried about, you know, like like GX was saying the Sonic Mega Man crossover. He's going to grind that all to a halt again. Oh, I forgot they're about gonna that. They're going to have to start yeah. it right back up. Well, at least they're not going to reboot the franchise again after that. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm looking for in the comics in 2015. I'm looking forward to reading all the 2014 issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to reading the rest of the 2013 and 2014 and probably some 2015 issues. I'm and you can gonna... get the graphic novels on ArchieComics.com, kids. And I'm looking forward to the Sonic Amiibo. Orgus, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking I guess... forward to killing someone to get the Sonic mm. Amiibo. Well, I just, pre-ordered, I just pre-ordered my Sonic Amiibo along with my Sonic Mega, along with my Mega Man Amiibo from TigerDirect.com. So I too am looking forward to a Mega Man Amiibo. Also, I guess there's a Sonic say. one or something. I thought what I'm really looking forward to is that vice statue that should be coming in the mail any day now. <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, I mean, I'm just optimistic for the future. I always am. I'm a stupid, dumb person like that. Uh, I, I, so I'm just looking forward to what the future holds for the franchise, and hopefully You're things to will improve. Sega staying in business for another year. Yes. Fingers crossed. Looking forward to 44 more episodes of Sonic Boom. Starting this Saturday. Whereas I am looking forward to Sega going out of business and having to hopefully sell Sonic off to Nintendo. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to burning you in your sleep. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If if that did happen, Nintendo's the one I'd want them to buy. Uh, Well, as opposed to what? Capcom, who hasn't released a game like all of last year except for more Monster Hunter clones? I was thinking rare, actually. (laughs) And uh, that's about it. What's wrong with rare, my friend? Wait, what? Is rare still around? I actually don't know. Rare is owned by Microsoft. Yeah, I know. They haven't done anything. Like, the last thing they did was their horrible Kinect sports games. Well, clearly they need to buy Sonic so they can make some more games then. Microsoft? I mean, I said they need... Yeah, uh, Microsoft had Blinks the Cat... Yeah. Can do a Sonic thing. Yeah, yeah. By the way, in case you haven't heard, they lost the trains for Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, so then Sonic's trademark can get dropped, which just happened recently with uh, Blaze the Cat. Wait, what? Oh! Yep, wait, the, wait, wait. What? Microsoft dropped the trademark on, Bla- on Blaze the Cat. Blinks the okay. Cat. Okay. Oh. That, that, that's where what you... What the hell, Jason? Hey, oh, all I know is that exactly if you're by Microsoft, almost. it's pretty much a death sentence as it is. Uh, it doesn't make it any less funny, let's be fair. Anyway, are we... I, I don't have anything else to say about 2015. 
Anyone else? <laughs> That's going to be about it for me. I, uh, my predict, one of my predictions is that the Sonic Boom, the 52 episodes ordered, they're going to be split in half, and the tw- 26 will be this season, and the other 26 will be season two. Well, well, well it can't be... That's not even a prediction. That's just how Cartoon Network operates with their bizarre standards of well, seasons. Well that's, how, well, that's how cartoons in general operate, though. Um, Cartoon Network, I think, doesn't that, that does not necessarily have 26 episode seasons. Like Adventure Time, they aired throughout most of the year last year, I think. They they do weird like mini season like they split their seasons up into small sub seasons air a chunk and then take a break and then air a chunk and then take a break and it's really screwing up my ability to watch Steven Universe <laughs> like we're, we're it's been more than a year and they're technically still only maybe halfway through season one right right thank God that series has a season two. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really. That happened to me with Gravity Falls last year. It was just all over the place. The episodes were scattered. It would be months before you got a new one after only like two new episodes or something. I my personal prediction for 2015 is a new Knuckles game for the 3DO. For the 3DO? <laughs> By which he means he's going to get his hand stuck upside down into the 3DO. GX, <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. Yeah. Kind of creepy, really. Stop it. Well, uh, hey, those cameras were hard. I just tried to <laughs> hard to plant. I'm just trying to take advantage of them. Uh, Might as well get your money's worth. So, uh, anyone else? Uh, no predictions. I, I think that there will be some form of non-mobile Sonic game. I just, I feel like it's just going to make people depressed, and that. <laughs> The gen- the general consensus will still be, hey, we don't like it, unless it is some sort of spin-off racing game again. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, 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 I think we're probably gonna get at least a spin-off. But um, 2016, that's the next big Sonic anniversary year. So that I suspect that the Sonic that Sonic Generations two. <laughs> that may be the year that uh, the Sonic Generation team is targeting their next game towards. Yeah. I mean, if they release their game this year, I guess the Lost World people would be doing the the, uh, the Sonic Colors Lost World people would be doing the, the anniversary title, and I'm not sure if that's really something that they'd be allowed to do. I'm I guess, guess I am absolutely guessing that whatever the next Sonic game is going to be, that if as long as it's not just a mobile game. It is going to be multi-platform because I don't think they can oh, afford to be just a Wii U developer. Oh, right. yeah, sure. They're, with the Wii, with the, with the way the Wii U is performing, I don't see how Sega can just stick with the uh, with with Nintendo. I'm predicting if there's any more Sonic Boom games, they will just be mobile platform. Period. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of not expecting to see much more from that franchise, if it other than maybe the cartoon, really. Well, I I hope the cartoon sticks around for a while though, because yeah. Uh, Let's let's at least make one. I did this last time. I want to do it again. Let's at least make one more big, wild, almost nonsense Mm -hmm. prediction that probably won't happen. Okay, Ken Fender is elected all... as Jesus too. Oh, I'm I'm going to kill you. <laughs> well, he said wild and completely unlikely. 
Well, I, don't yeah, I got something I don't completely unlikely. Point. Ken Penders actually puts out his first issue of the Lower <laughs> Suit Chronicles. Uh, oh, God. I hope You can unlikely. only get it on zip disk. <laughs> uh, my my thing is actually after this second run of Mario Kart DLC there will be a third and fourth set announced um, including one of the racers that will be Sonic that'd be cool although I don't know if they'd want to compete directly with uh, the fact that he has his own racing game yeah but that game's been out but GX why would Sonic be in a car because uh, because he has two broken legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, he didn't pay his rent because Sega's not making any money. Oh. Sega is making money. Shut yeah. up. That's the only way the joke works. <laughs> yeah, I um, mean, they're making that all that sweet, sweet pachinko cash. <laughs> I know. Uh, and blowing it all on making... T- Video games that aren't going to be profitable. Sega made a large portion of the Nadesco toys that I own. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, well, I kind of already blurted out my big crazy prediction, which was Sonic Adventure 3. <laughs> but um, uh, a new game from the Sonic Lost World developers. Wait, no, that's not crazy. Um, damn it. You know what? I don't have anything. I'll get Sonic Adventure 3. I'll stick with that. Uh, Jason, what do you got? For a crazy prediction? Be eccentric and unusual. Dream World. Give us Dream World. <laughs> or, is your dream, or is your Dream World just going to be um, Shadow the Hedgehog by Platinum? <laughs> that, that, that'd be the craziest one. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dream World, okay, I change mine to Ian Flynn writes the next Sonic game. I say we get a uh, we get a, another Sonic uh, arcade game that actually, I mean, I'm not, uh, yeah, arcade, you know, release in the Japan or in the States. At least to around one arcade over here. <laughs> Let's see. How about Sonic 015? Shut up. That's that's that'll be the name. Yeah, that'll yeah. be the name after the first uh, month or so. Right, right. Because it's uh, Sega's like, oh, we got to rebrand Sonic, and it can't be Sonic Boom, so we're just gonna rebrand him with a titled a game titled Sonic the Hedgehog, and it'll only be on the next gen systems. I, let's uh, just hope they name it Sonic O fifteen. <laughs> that would be actually pretty awesome. Oh, just, God. just start a Madden numbering convention in the Sonic franchise, Everyone even though would... they'll be completely different games. And and it'll be a really good game, but everyone's going to give it twos because of the naming convention. They're just like, that's not how you do dates, Sega. <laughs> okay. I love the physics in this game, but dear God, Sega, why would you name it like that? <laughs> 3.5 out of 10. I know there's an O in front of the 15 in our year, but I don't care. That's not how you do it. 20015. <laughs> that's that's oh even more wrong, actually. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy 2015. <laughs> uh, wow. And I think with that, we can put this whole podcast to bed. What do you think, Jason? <laughs> I think somebody ought to go to bed. Okay, some someone just yelled something at us. Um, it, 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 totally did, 
Is it still Spanish? Nope. That's not a problem for me, because I'm very heroic. He's not speaking Spanish anymore. What's with that? He's speaking like Sonic. Okay, you want me to end it in Spanish? I I get, like, is this like the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear situation, where he just has that flip switch? Sounds like (laughs) it. Does he speak anything else, or does it go Spanish and English? Spanish, English, and French. Okay, Ooh, okay. French, oh, French, French Sonic, Sonic, yeah. Let's end it on French. Oh, wow. You know, you know French, French Sonic still sounds more like Sonic than Spanish Sonic does. Spanish Sonic sounds like he should be on a soap opera. You're right. French Sonic sounds like Antoine. What are you having Hmm. Hey, well, Antoine... <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. okay, are we going to keep screwing around or are we going to be done? I think we're going to end this out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we're about an hour and a half right now. Not too bad. It's all been cut off another half hour. but um, Peace, everyone. You guys Happy are pretty year. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, see you guys. I guess hopefully maybe we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> That'll be nice. If maybe Gamera months. doesn't attack. <laughs> He's the friend of all children. <laughs> he is. I'm more of a I'm more of a uh, uh, Ultraman person myself. That's because you're not friend to all children. Yeah. No, I hate children. Well, there you go. Right. Anyway, see you in February. Bye. Bye.